Hi, welcome to the Imagine MomCast, the place for real talk, real help, and real fun. This is your host, Elaine Kohanowitz, and today I'm going to be talking to you about going from a non-athlete to a triathlete. I'm going to tell you my story and how I did it, and believe me, if I can do it, you can too, and I'm going to show you how. So stay tuned, you won't want to miss this. So, I am 42 years old at the time of this recording, and 10 years ago, I had my fifth child, so I had quite a few kids, and up until that point, I had never been athletic. I had never done high school sports, or middle school sports, or really any kind of sports, and I had never really run or anything like that. I enjoyed walking. Um, but I didn't even really do that regularly. It was pretty tough with having so many young children. Um, when I had my fifth child, my oldest child was actually seven. So they were all really young. But when my fifth child, his name's Joe, when he got to be about two years old, my husband, who is very athletic, he's a runner, was really encouraging me to get out and run. And I thought he was crazy because I could not run and I never run in my life and it just sounded totally daunting. But he reminded me that he had been a runner in college and when we got married, he actually pretty much stopped for a long time, actually a lot of years, probably 10 years. And then he decided one day he was going to try to get back into it And so he reminded me that he just ran to the corner, which was probably not even a quarter of a mile, and just started doing that every day, and then slowly built up running to the corner and then down to the stop sign, which was maybe a half a mile, and just slowly started building up until he got to where he was, which at the time he was doing a lot of running. And so I started mulling it over, and I thought, well, I mean, I guess I could try it. I mean, I could probably run at least to the end of the street. So I did. I started running every day, just about a quarter of a mile, if even that. And then I slowly worked up running from the end of the street to the stop sign. And about that time, my neighbor ran into me at one point and said, hey, she was kind of interested in running too. Did I want to run together? And so we buddied up. And what we would do is we would run for like a minute and walk for 30 seconds and run another minute, walk for 30 seconds. Sometimes it wasn't exactly that amount, but we would basically just run as long as we could and then walk for a while and run some more. And we slowly built up until we finally got to three miles. We weren't running the whole thing. We were still walking some too, but I was pretty proud of myself. It was way more than I'd ever done. Soon after that, I had gone to a race that my husband ran in. Uh, It was one of those community 5K races, and afterwards there was a pancake breakfast. 
Well, we were standing in line for the pancakes, and I happened to be next to this lady. I could tell that she had just run the race. It was, you know, obvious she had her race clothes on and her bib number, and I was pretty impressed because, to be honest, she didn't appear to be the kind of person you would think of when you think of someone who's really athletic. She was older than me, and she, you know, wasn't particularly thin, and she wasn't, you know, real athletic looking, but yet she had just run a three-mile race, and I was so impressed, and we actually got to talking, and she said, really encouraged me, actually, to sign up for this triathlon that was going on in our city that she had done a couple times. And of course, I was doubly impressed that she had done a triathlon. And so I was intrigued and I asked her a lot of questions about it. And she was just telling me all about it and so enthusiastic about it. And she was so excited. And I was just so impressed that, you know, she got out there and did it and didn't let it anything stop her. I thought it was so cool. And I just thought, wow, you know, if she could do this, I mean, I could probably do it. You know, I don't think of myself as being real athletic. So, you know, maybe I could do it too. And so I went home and I kind of went back and forth about it because on the one hand, I was pretty scared about the whole idea. I mean, I couldn't even imagine doing a triathlon. But then part of me just thought, wow, it would be you know, so cool if I could accomplish it. And also, I, I, I'm the kind of person who likes a lot of variety. So I really like the idea of swimming and biking and running and just, you know, learning how to do it. And so I finally bit the bullet and I actually signed up for the triathlon. It was about maybe three or four months away at that point. And I was so nervous and scared, but I was so excited too. So the triathlon was what they call a sprint triathlon. So it was a three-mile run and a 10-mile bike and a 500-meter swim. It was all women, so it was women only. So that was kind of comforting to me. I really didn't know what I was doing. So the idea of being around women was at least better than being around men and women. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I had run three miles already, sort of, but I was pretty sure that I could accomplish that at this point. We were still walking some, but I thought that I could do it since we had worked our way up pretty well with our running. As far as the biking went, I thought 10 miles on a bike wouldn't really be that bad. I mean, most people can bike. It's not really that hard, and I wasn't really in it to win it, so I just wanted to finish it. But the swim part, I did not know how to swim. I never had swim lessons. I wasn't afraid of the water. I mean, I, you know, get in the water and swim, but just not, I didn't really know how to swim in a race. I didn't know how to put my head in the water. I didn't know how to stroke. I mean, basically, I just taught myself in a pool as a kid how to swim enough to not drown. So <laughs> I really was unsure about that. And so that was going to be the part that was really going to be a challenge. On top of that, we don't live anywhere near a pool. The nearest community center is about 30 minutes away. 
And so it was definitely going to be a commitment to try to learn how to swim. So I found a community center that was reasonably priced and had daycare for the kids. And so I would go in the afternoons, maybe once or twice a week, and the kids would go to the childcare, and I would go to the pool, swim for about 30 minutes, and then get the kids, and then we would all swim together, have a little fun. Well, the first time I ever went to the community center, I got in the pool. I swam from one end to the other, which was about 25 meters, and thought I was going to die. It was so hard. And I thought to myself, how in the world am I ever going to get to 500 meters? But I just thought, okay, I'm just going to take it one day at a time. I'll try to swim for 30 minutes. I'll do what I can. So I just worked on it. I wasn't really making a whole lot of headway, but, you know, I was out there doing it. Well, at one point I was at a baseball game with the kids. I think one of my boys was playing baseball and there was a mom on the team and you could just tell she was athletic. She just looked athletic. And I had talked to her a little bit and of course I assumed that she probably was involved in some sort of sport. So I asked her one day, I said, hey, have you ever done a triathlon? And she said, oh yeah, I've done several. And I thought, oh, this is great. Maybe she could give me some advice. So I told her about the swimming and then I really didn't know what I was doing and I was pretty nervous. And she said, well, you know, I just moved here not too long ago from Minnesota and up there the water's so cold that you can hardly even put your face in it anyway. So she said that when she did the triathlons, she would just do lots of different strokes. So she would start out with just a regular stroke, and then she would do a side stroke, and then she'd do some backstroke, and then another side stroke on the other side, and then back to the front, and just kind of mix it up. And so I was kind of encouraged, like, okay, well, that's something I can try. I mean, I don't really know exactly how to swim correctly, but I think I could figure that out. So I went to the pool the next time, and I did what she said. I just started out, you know, regular stroke, which for me was just head above the water, you know, swimming like you would regularly, like a kid swims. And then I side stroked for a while, back stroked for a while, side stroked on the other side. I just kind of mixed it up. And lo and behold, I got to 500 meters with no problem. And I was so happy. I just thought, oh, thank goodness. Well, at least if nothing else, I can follow her advice, I can get through it, I'm not going to drown, and I can accomplish this. So that was really a big milestone. In the meantime, this triathlon really encourages new people to try it, new women to try getting into triathlon. So they offer some um, workshops, and they had one workshop that was for swimming, and I thought, I, I don't care what happens. I am going to that workshop. If I have to pay for a babysitter, I'm going. Because I have got to get whatever advice I can get. So I got suited up and I drove another 30 minutes to this workshop. It was at a, a community pool. And 
they kind of had a little talk at the beginning and gave us some advice about triathlons and what to expect. It's, it's typically in a lake and so it's open water. So it's different than being in a pool and, you know, they gave some advice. Well, then after that, they invited us to get into the water and swim down one of the lanes. And it was a group of, of, uh, master swimmers. Basically that's what a master swimmer is basically someone who's graduated from high school or college and they're continuing to swim. So they probably swam in college and they had a lot of experience. And so there was a bunch of members of this team. And so they had four or five lanes open and people would just jump in on one end and they'd swim down to the other end and one of the team members, one of the master swimmers would watch them and when they got out at the other end, they would give them some advice to help them with their swimming. So I jumped in when it was my turn. I swam down to the other end. Of course, at this point, again, I'm not, my head's not in the water. I'm just, you know, stroking like the best I can and I get to the end and of course you know the lady could tell you know it was really new and I know she didn't want to discourage me or anything so she just you know gave me some advice on my stroke or what have you and and then that was about it well I mean I needed all the help I could get and I was just kind of looking around thinking okay now what do I do and I saw that some of the people got back in line and went again so I thought, oh, I'm I'm doing that. I I really need to get some advice. So I got back in line, jumped in again, swam down to the other end. This time I had a different lady on the team that was going to give me advice. And so when I got to the end, she said, why don't you try putting your head in the water? And I said, I just, I don't know how to do that. What do I do? And she kind of, you know, gave me some tips. So I got back in line again. And I jumped back in, and another person was there to give me some advice. And I swam to the end, and she gave me some more tips about how to put my head in the water, stroke three times, turn my head sideways, and breathe. This was all totally new to me. I had never done this before. But I was just trying to do whatever they told me. So I just kept getting back in the water, back in the water, back in the water, until I was almost the last one there. And by the end, I was stroking properly. I was breathing. I was, I had my head in the water. I was breathing on the third stroke. I mean, it, I'm sure it looked really bad, but at least I got the idea of it. And when I left that night, I thought, oh, this, this is really good. Okay, I'm going to go back to the community center where I swim, and I'm going to try this. So I did. I went to the community center the next time. I started working on it. I couldn't obviously swim anywhere near 500 meters that way. But I just thought, okay, at least I know how to do it right. So I'm going to keep working on this. And if I if I don't accomplish 500 meters by the time the triathlon comes, well, at least I know I can always go back to front stroke, side stroke, back stroke, side stroke, you know, mixing it up if nothing else. Well, I worked and worked and worked, and by the time the triathlon was upon me, I had accomplished it. I could do 500 meters, swimming properly. I'm sure it wasn't beautiful, but it was definitely more efficient because my legs weren't dragging in the water anymore. They were up, and I had gotten a lot more lung capacity and just capability, and so it was, it was a lot better. 
In the meantime, I had also been trying to keep working on the running, and I had found that you could go to different groups. We live near a metropolitan area, so I had found different biking groups, and so I had joined some biking groups and done some group rides, and had, through that, had gotten not only some time on the bike, but also some advice from some people about how to bike on a road, how to handle the traffic, um, just some tips on biking, as well as how to fix my bike and some other things like that. So that was really helpful. They also, um, the, the triathlon offered some other clinics. And so I had gone to a first-timers clinic to kind of learn about what a triathlon's like. You have to actually do some some clothes changing. I mean, they don't like actually change your clothes, but you have your swimsuit on and you have to throw your t-shirt on and your shorts and you have to have a towel ready. And they just talked about, you know, how to set everything up and how it works and what it looks like. When it got closer to the time, I also started trying some brick workouts. So I didn't even know what a brick workout was, of course, but I had also done some little bit of looking online to find out, you know, about triathlon and get some advice about it. And one of the things they said was, as it gets closer to the time of the triathlon, do some brick workouts, which is where you try to do at least two of the things back to back. So I might go for a swim at the community center. And then if I didn't have the kids with me, I'd take my bike with me. And then afterwards I'd bike or I might, you know, leave my house and go for a run and then come back and then bike. So it was where, you know, you do two things back to back so you can start to build up your endurance. Now, the week before the triathlon, they actually opened up the area near the lake where they were going to have the triathlon and they kind of set it up. I mean, there really wasn't much there, but it was just open so that women could come and try the course for themselves. It, there was nothing really very official, but you could try it on your own. So I did. I actually went through the entire triathlon the week before. I did the swim. I don't know that I actually knew exactly where 500 meters was at the time. I don't think they had it marked. But I just swam for the amount of time I knew it would had taken me at the community center. And then I did a 10-mile bike and on the highway that was nearby and then I did a three mile run on the trail which is where it, everything was going to take place and so when I got finished I it had taken me about two hours and I thought oh wow okay I did it all right I did the whole thing I know I can do it I know I can get through it I'm gonna be okay this will be fine it'll probably take me about two hours that's what I thought So the day of the triathlon came, and I I was all prepared, the best I could be. I just had my regular swimsuit, you know, nothing fancy, and I had a t-shirt and shorts, some tennis shoes, and I just had a mountain bike. I didn't actually even have, like, the proper bike, but I was really encouraged by this group of, of uh, 
leaders that organized the triathlon that, you know, just come as you are, just try it. And of course, there was a lot of people there that were really serious about it and had cool bikes and everything. But there was other people that were beginners, so that was encouraging. And other people that had mountain bikes and that kind of thing. So I got my bike, put it in the rack. You put it in a rack. Um, they mark you up. It's the strangest thing. They take permanent markers and they like mark your number your race number like all over you they put it on your legs and they put it on your arms and they put it on stickers on your helmet and on a bib number on your shirt it's everywhere so I had to get that done I got in line for that and when everything was all set up I set up my towel and all that stuff then we had to get in line for the swim so there was like 500 women. It was huge. <laughs> I knew it was going to be pretty big, but it was pretty amazing. And a lot of people had just swimsuits on like me. Some people had cool, you know, triathlon suits. But most people were just, you know, beginners. Well, I jumped into the water when it was my turn to swim. And I just swam like crazy. And it was crazy. I heard one lady say that if you want to get ready for a triathlon swim, jump into the water and have your family and friends all hit you with pool noodles while you're swimming. Of course, that was like a joke, but it's like that because there's just so many arms and legs and people and you're trying to get past people and people are trying to get past you and it's crazy, but it was really fun. And then I got out of the water, I did the bike and as I was biking along, the other women were just really encouraging People would pass me and they'd be like, great job, you're doing great. And there was a lot of just rah-rah. And then when I finally get done with the bike, I went on the trail. And on the trail, they had posters and they had chalked on the trail, which was paved, encouraging, you know, statements and you can do it and you're doing great and almost there. And lots of people were encouraging each other. It was really cool, very positive. I'm telling you what, though, when you run the last segment in a triathlon, which is always the run, it's always swim, then bike, then run, it feels like the longest run of your entire life, of your entire existence. There's just something about you're so exhausted, and then you have to run. It just, you just cannot believe it when you finally get to the finish line. And when I finally got to the finish line, I actually finished it in an hour and a half. I couldn't believe it. I finished it 30 minutes faster than I had the week before. And the reason was I just had never experienced a race before. When you get into a race, you just get so fired up because there's so many things going on. There's so many people competing against you. And it's so exciting that your adrenaline gets going and you just you get into the spirit of it and you want to compete and you want to win and you want to really give it your all and you won't believe you know what you've got in the tank until you actually do a race it was really exciting and I was so proud of myself and that was just the beginning I actually did uh, several triathlons after that over the next few years ended up getting um, my best friend and I kind of bonded over doing triathlons and that was really fun. We did that for a few years. 
And now I'm doing some other things. Um, I'm actually doing CrossFit a lot, really involved with the CrossFit gym nearby, and still biking, still running, and would love to swim. I just, it's hard to get to a community center from where I'm at, but still staying athletic. Um, I actually exercise almost every day. I actually, I, I'm also on a women's soccer team. Anyway, that's a story for another day. But I'm telling you, if I can do it, so can you. So here are my tips for how you can get started. I've got three tips, and the first one is to start small. Just remember my story. When I first started out, I just ran to the end of the street. My husband would say, just run to the mailbox. So just keep that in your head. Run to the mailbox. If you can run to the mailbox, then you can get started on becoming an athlete yourself. So take it in small steps. If you have young children, it might be really tough right now for you to do too much. Um, and maybe not. You know, some people just, they get into it and they make time for it. And I'm telling you, it is definitely something, as a mother, the the more time you can make to do something like that, some kind of exercise, the better you will feel. You just feel so accomplished to know that at least that day you have, you know, you've walked a mile or you've ran three miles or you've gone for a swim or whatever it is. You know, when you're a mom, a lot of times you don't have measurable outcomes. I mean, you might be changing diapers or helping with homework or doing dishes and then the next day it's just more dishes And unfortunately, there's not a lot of times where you have people usually that are saying, hey, you know, you did an amazing job with your kid today. And so it's it's really hard sometimes to feel accomplished. And so I think that when you get into athletics, um, even if it's just, you know, walking a mile a day or doing a 10 minute Pilates video or whatever it is, you just feel like you at least accomplished something. And on top of that, it really does make you feel good. And it's very addictive once you really get going on it. It's it's hard to quit because it just makes you feel so much better. Especially, I feel like, if you can do it in the morning, it just makes you feel like, oh, you know, I got up, I started my day right, I've already accomplished something. And it just does something not only to your body physically, but also to your psyche to just know that you did that. Now, I will say, though, you know, if you have really young children, you know, you may not be able to get up early. I mean, please do not sacrifice sleep for that if if it's going to be detrimental to you. I know that when you're up with babies and toddlers, I mean, you just have to do the best you can. And sometimes the best thing is to put them in the stroller, you know, and take them for a walk or a run. I actually, my husband's aunt, she's she was young. Like his aunt and uncle were actually pretty close to our age. And she actually used to put her son in a stroller and she would go rollerblading with him in the stroller on the trail that was near their house. So, you know, if that works for you, do it. You know, sometimes it's great to just take the kids out. And it may be something where you could do it with them. I mean, you know, you can do Pilates with your baby, you know, or lift weights with your baby. You know, whatever it is that that works best with your schedule when you have young children, don't, don't, you know, feel guilty 
because you can't get up at five o'clock and do an hour workout. That's ridiculous. You know, just do the best you can and fit it in the best you can. So the first step is, you know, to just start small. The second step is set a goal. So um, if you're able to set a goal, such as a, a five mile or I mean a three mile race, which is called a 5k or a sprint triathlon, that's just the short type of triathlon like I did, or maybe a mud run or even, uh, you know, a, anything they they have CrossFit competitions, any, any kind of competition that you're interested in. And you can set that as your goal, sign up for it, pay the money so that you're committed, then do it because it'll really help you to have something to look forward to and a reason to get up and have to do what you need to do. You know, some people don't, aren't really interested in races, or maybe you just, you know, you can't do that right now because of where you're at in your life. So, you know, set your own personal goal. Set a goal of, I want to do a 10-minute yoga video every day, or I want to take the kids for a walk in the stroller at the park three times a week, or whatever it is. Set a goal, and that will help you to accomplish what you want to do. Okay, number three break it into small bits. So this kind of goes along with the goal. If you have a goal of a race, then instead of being overwhelmed, start plotting out how you can get to where you want to be. Like for example, when my neighbor and I started running, we were hoping actually to get to three miles. There's there's a, a good place on the road where you can run and like an out and back and it's about three miles. So that was our goal to to get all the way out and back and run the whole way. And of course we did that by running and walking bits at a time. So we just broke it into small bits. We actually didn't even do the, the whole three miles at first. You know, we did about one and then we did two. and We just started out small and worked our way up. So break it into bits so it doesn't seem so overwhelming and also so that you can accomplish it within the time frame that you have. And I know that if you follow these three steps, start small, get a goal, and break it into small bits, then you can do amazing things. Believe me, if I can do it from being a total non-athlete to just loving exercise, loving sports, you know, loving CrossFit, loving being with my friends, you know, kayaking or swimming or playing soccer, whatever it is, if I can do it, you can definitely do it. So I'd love to hear about it. Join us on Facebook at imaginemom.com and let me know what kind of athletics you've gotten into or what your goal is. I would love to hear about it. Thank you so much for joining us on the Imagine MomCast. I love being able to be with you, and I hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time.